0: So meditation, Dhamma practice in general, seen as various forms. We look at uh, straightening and brightening up the basis, and the basis is intention and attention. Intention is a general sense of motivation and what we choose and what we're aiming for any given moment or in broad terms, aiming for peacefulness or clarity or truth or knowledge, liberation, release, you know, carry down to aiming to, you know, intending to eat the meal quietly without tapping the, scraping the spoon on the bowl. So, you know, you, you just keep that sense of uh, focus and uh, trying to bring your overall intentions into specific moment in to time realities. <clears throat> you know what is a peaceful or conducive or a mindful way to operate. You know, and you have all these training rules and protocols and then meditation practices to to work with. See what works. Hmm. It's only when you, with mindfulness, you directly uh, place your intention, make it specific. There's a general idea we can have towards truth or love or peace or whatever. But uh, mindfulness is making that, bringing that to mind, bearing that in mind as we do things. Bringing that quality of steadiness, stability. Bringing your intention right onto the present moment moment after moment. so this is this is meditation isn't it and if you do that continually then what builds up is a continual a continuum of that kind of intention. So the mind <clears throat> fundamentally is a, is a system of effect. And response, so we're being affected by something we hear, see, touch, taste, think, something comes in, we remember, something comes in, something is affecting us, and then there's a response from that, feel interested, excited, disappointed, fed up, fearful, or whatever, some kind of red, something comes back, doesn't it? Now with meditation, what you're trying to do is is get to that place of being affected and bring one response back actually determine the response yeah so the response generally the three fundamental responses of kindness or non non violence uh, gentleness and uh letting go renunciation uh, so these sort of familiar themes so that if you keep that, those intentions going eventually that intention the quality of that becomes the main thing that the mind is experiencing you know you hear something it's okay make peace with that taste something it's okay make peace with that remember something it's okay you know you keep bringing back you know it's not okay then, okay, it felt like that. There you go. Keep moving on. So you keep that, build up that that feedback so that your mind isn't always spinning out and reacting and regurgitating and recycling and proliferating. It simplifies, steadies, unifies. So this is the way we, we cultivate. So we get the feedback from our own, Responsiveness for our own intentions. Mindfulness gives you that moment-by-moment readout on it. You build that up, that becomes samadhi. Is what concentration is, unification. The mind is only doing one thing. Unification, and what can that one thing be? Well, if it's craving, it won't be one It will be always wanting more. And then more it proliferates. If it's aversion, it proliferates. If it's guilt, it proliferates. If it's fear, it proliferates. Because it keeps coming back and you get more and more agitation around it. It's this quality of, of non non greed, non aversion, non fear, steadiness, calm. It's an experience of calm. So you yeah. know. One of the fundamental things we do as we meditate is um, get more in touch with all kind of levels of experience, of thinking, of moods and feelings, perceptions, memories, and a bodily sense. And for samadhi, you, you want to connect them all. Your thinking tends to go to very simple things, like just noting, breathing in, breathing out, or it's using it, not, not having whole trains of thought running around, but she's using the thought as a, as a flag, as a pointer. It's like this, it's like this, it's like this, you know, questioning. Is this skillful, is this unskillful? Using it like a pointer. And it points into, we might say, the heart effects, whether we're calm or dull, Disappointed, frustrated, or excited, or whatever. You know, skillful or unskillful, you keep pointing into that. And then, you know, and then using the bodily sense for calming. The body is a slower sense, a rhythmic sense, a rhythm of breathing. Textures of the body, using that ballast, using that fleshiness, using that somatic sense to calm. And it can be a case that of course we we tend to lose that sense of the body. We think a lot it gets more abstract. So it's how does your body feel when you feel bright, when you feel sad, depressed, when you feel anxious? It's noticing it's the nervous, say the, the nervous energy of the body, the somatic sense. Feel kind of flustered or under pressure. Feel spacious. Feel kind of spacey, giddy, not much texture. And we keep using the breathing and the, the elements of the body to, to balance. If you can't find your breathing, at least get a sense of the body and its elemental properties the earth, the, the solidity of it, the warmth. If your mind gets kind of dull, brighten it up, feeling the warmth and, the, and the, um, f- the heat and the brightness running through the body the air keeps things flowing, the breathing in, breathing out, the sense of continual movement and change shaping subs- the watery element of the body but the easiest is things like air, earth fire, the easy ones when it feels too hard, try to soften your body. Feels too fiery, calm it, cool it. You know, get release the intensities. Go to the breathing in and breathing out is generally considered the the optimal sign to bring around this balancing. and of course it affects the mind. So in this way we are deliberately generating, you might say, uh, something like a kind of structure or a container, the calm, the steady, by reiterating his fundamental intention Bringing it, putting it into practice, till that intention becomes the dominant experience of mind, and it tends then to to calm, to to just brush away the uh, the disturbances, the urgency, the fluttering, is this sense of a wave. Deep breath of calm blowing flowing through things, steadying. It mm. doesn't have to be dull. This is obviously, this thing creates a, a kind of, you might say, a basis to contemplate because if your mind is always dancing around, it can't, you can't study what it's doing because it's, it's on the go all the time. So you want to give it some grounding So then you can notice the reverberations, the jumping, the tonalities of the mind. You've got something to measure it against. You've got a a board to pin it on. You've got a ground to see it against. It's quite still now. Now it's gone like this. It's quite bright now. Now it's gone like that. You you can go back to that good place. A lot of it is just a simple practice really of, of mindfulness. Breathing in, breathing out the body. And bearing that in mind for a long time. Days. Building it up. The mind resists that because its its habit is upon going with the moving, going with the changing, going with the new, with the different differentiations. That's what minds are supposed to do. Differentiations are the things that mind picks up on. This is scarlet, this is crimson, this is pink. There are differences, I want to know that. We know all the different things. Mm-hmm. So that's how we're affected, but how we respond—we're not kind of becoming stupid. But you can sense the differences, but your response is the same. Mm-hmm. So it's not being dull or dumb. But you know, you can sense all the differentiations moment after moment after moment. In fact, that's part of it, it keeps the mind bright. Difference between one breath and another, between one feeling in one finger and another finger, between I mean, the difference between the sensations in your upper. The Top joint of your forefinger and the middle joint of it—you get the differences and how it's actually changing from moment to moment. But the response is always towards the same, towards the same. Mm. And it gives you a ground for for un- insight, for understanding begin to sense how, um, how the we'll call it process of emptying whereby we begin to see the you know, differences are this the mind collect, holds on to differences it has this effect gets more movement in it it can compare this is better than that this is worse than that it can imagine, it could be this, it should be that. Was it this, was it that? It could compare and contrast. And then it could get into conflict, struggle. So you can watch that process of differentiation, what that can do. Compare the people, who's the best, the worst. (laughs) This one's day, this day better than the last day. Good morning, bad afternoon. Uh, Had a really good morning and then the afternoon was a letdown after the good morning. Great retreat and then after it, oh, it all fell apart. Wish we could get it back again, the good one back again. So even the good ones... Cause problems in that way, if we hold on to them, ideally good, bad, just feeling energies moving, changing the mind contracting the mind going down, the mind going up, the mind getting excited, we're a winner, the mind going down we're, we're losing, mind inspired this is the only way for me, mind desperate got to get out of here. Yeah. So, you know, you really see it's just the mind moving. So you, with emptying, the process of emptying, you keep widening your your frames of reference. So instead of black, white, you see colour. That covers both of them. Male, female, you see people. That covers all of it. People working out there on the building the cloister, the people sitting here meditating, people doing things, skillful things. Same. Yeah. This means then our response could be the same. May they be well, may I be well. Otherwise it's I'm being this, they're being that, why are they disturbing me or, or whatever? Or they're doing something more interesting than I'm doing. You know, it gets like that. People doing things that are skillful is what we can empty the distinctions in people subject to aging sickness and death Mm. so you see you know you use these reflections to keep widening the frames of reference and then there's less agitation there's less differentiation, there's less agitation there's comparisons You 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 know people looking happy, people looking sad minds, this is mind People feeling confident, people feeling it doubt. It's mind. This is what the mind does. It's a mind states. We see it around us, we see it in ourselves. It's just the mind doing what it's supposed to do, going up and down. But we don't, don't training and emptying, you move you widen out of that frame of reference. because then there's no conflict. And the response then becomes the same. It's whatever it is. So we start with that, you know, nice phrase unconditional acceptance. Just sitting, noticing, moment of time, what's going on. The sense of this is the mind thinking, obsessing, worrying, peaceful, dull. Hmm. Uh huh. Maybe well. It's like that, isn't it? Yeah, another frame of reference. You could say, "Well, that's better than that." And it's true. This is more skillful than that. That's true. But deal with that later. First of all, just get the sense of being able to hold them at the same place, and then what will actually bring around? Make you know, the skillful arises right at the place where we've accepted the unskillful, or the unhappy. The unfair, rather the place we've accepted that, as not as, you know, this is great, this is the way it should be, but I notice this is happening. It's like that. And then rather than go into the proliferations, just what is the skillful response at this particular point, right now? Not, you know, not just, just right now. So that my mind doesn't break up. Doesn't lose its unity. So I don't lose myself, I lose the potency in proliferation. And where can your intention be made specific? So myself yesterday it was pretty much uh, tired, 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 low energy. Sitting, walking, seeing things, really not wanting to be with anything. It's tired. Had enough. Yeah. Okay. You know, of course, one can feel something wrong with me or this or that or the other situation. That's not helpful right now. There's the sense of noting, being with that, and then what can I do? I can just feel the body, the physicality of the body. This is enough. This is what can be done. This is where my intention can can meet something. It's not just an idea in my head. It's actually meeting something. Doing something skillful. So it can be very simple. It can be just going through the, the routines of the day and it's simple. Doing this I'm doing that. Doing this and doing that. This is where my intention for clarity can find a place to stand. And the rest We'll see how it goes. But once you've established that, you've you know, the mind begins to draw that in. You know, you establish that particular quality of intention. You attend to it. You make then contact arises. The impression of equanimity, of acceptance, of steadiness becomes established as a, a root in, root impression. You can feel it. And the mind begins to pick that up and feel steady in that. These intentions are not just ideas, they're they're actual energies. Skillful and unskillful energies, they they transmit into your nervous system. So you can flood your body with well-being. Or at least clean it of aversion, and ill will. This is a, something you, be, you know. You begin to know more as a direct experience, a contemplative experience. That intention is not just thinking something. <laughs> That's where it starts, maybe, but you that isn't going to get very far. You've got to really take it in. to The place it runs down into your into your heart, into your body. the sitting, why it's just these physical things like sitting, holding the body, steadying it, brightening it, such a that itself is changing, has a kind of cleansing effect on the whole system. Sometimes just, just basically doing that, sitting, starts to clean the mind because it has a neurological effect. contact, what you contact where, you create your, where your impression gets established that affects your intentions intentions affect contact attention is the thing that links them keep bearing it in mind when you find a differentiation between how you are and how you should be when you find the differentiation between what's happening and what should be happening Pause at that point. It's my recommendation, pause at that point. Where is the place of where we touch into non-conflict As our, for our guidance and then see what response comes out of that.